It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's another welcome back to the Round the Boards of Speedway podcast uh, with me, Nathan Bunting, joined by my co-hosts again this evening, Rob Ludlow and Kane Watt. How are we doing this evening, guys? Hi, guys. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are Kane? you? It's, yeah, nice, nice, nice little bit of silence there after yeah, I asked everyone. Nathan, I, was, I, you know. I know when I'm not wanted. It's fine. Scared, so I just thought I'd speak. Oh, I'm as well hang up now. I'm just clearly not wanted. So. Hi. <laughs> See you next week, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Round the World Speed of Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Well, we're we're recording on the site the earlier time of Sunday evening, um, as it is the Queen's funeral tomorrow, so we we, we didn't want to take centre stage tomorrow. Um, so we're, we're going to run through, obviously, the, the Grand Prix from this weekend, the British final, which has happened this afternoon at Bellevue, and then we look forward to the National Development League Riders' Championship at Scunthorpe next week. And we're joined on the show by Jason Edwards, and we'll be talking to him about that. Then we also had the final round of the SEC um, from Pardubici uh, this coming weekend as well, as well as a mixture of other things to run over. So we shall commence, and we will go to Melilla in Sweden. Or did you know Scott Nichols was calling it Molilla? Did you notice that? No. Is it Molilla or Malilla? I, I would imagine it's Molilla, isn't it? I, I, Molilla doesn't sound Malilla. right. It's got is one he... of those little umlauts on the A, though, hasn't it? To be fair, he's from your neck of the woods, only, Nate. So I yeah, imagine, it's... So I imagine, I imagine it sort of runs there. in the area yeah. to not be able to pronounce things properly, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, as it as it <laughs> as the meeting concluded, we Bartosz Marslik was crowned world champion for the third time. Um, Kane probably richly deserved in the end. Well, I say probably it is richly deserved. He is the goat. That's all I have to say. Um... 
is he though? Is this a discussion for another day? I'm, we'll, I'm not we happy can to bring this up. I mean, we, go, we can have a brief discussion about it now because I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's probably not. Yeah, he's not. Goat yet. Well, no, right, okay, he isn't yet, but you can't say he's not the greatest. Like he is gonna be the greatest I'm, rider ever. I mean, one thing that did strike me on Saturday was Tony Rickardson, a six times world champion, saying that he doesn't even think Marslick's hit his peak yet. Exactly. So Marslick. I hate to see what he's like. It doesn't make him the goat now, though, does it? No, he is. I don't think you can be considered. No, no, no he is. I, I no, don't think no, you can be no, considered no, that no, until no, you're like near no. the end of your career. Nah, he is. I, I, I just don't. You know, what if it? What if he just has a massive implosion and yeah, goes yeah, from? But think of it this way. Think of it this way. He is. That is a flimsy argument. That's a pretty awful argument. I, you know, he's, he he's the best at the moment. The three-time world champion. But that that doesn't make him a goat, though. It does. He could he could be an early early peaker. If he retired tomorrow, he might fade would, away. Over. No, if he retired tomorrow, people would say, "Oh, he is, he is still like great." Right. I I still I don't even think he'd be in my top three greatest. Oh, of all time. oh top not even oh, in the top three. That's bold. That's a bold statement. Twenty. No, I won't go as far as that, but he's... Mm, no, I, mm, Philip top, no, top three, three. Philip Satira. He's fourth. <laughs> he's actually fourth. <laughs> no, he's, he's second, actually. <laughs> no, but I, just, I, just, I mean, I there's no denying that he is He is one of the, the greatest riders. He's one of the greatest riders I've ever seen. But I wouldn't, yeah. call him, I wouldn't yet call him the greatest of all time. I am. Okay, you're you're entitled we, to opinion. We can leave this discussion for another day. Yeah, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. You're wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion. I'm, I'm we just don't agree with you. No, I, I, anyway, I think we should stick a pin in this, and um, when we go off air, I'll tell you about an idea that I've got, and possibly the listeners will see it at some point. If they don't, okay. well, it was a bad idea. Lovely. Oh well, sounds sounds interesting. So, so we'll move on from that then, and. Obviously, Smarslik um, was crowned world champion just before his semi-final ride. Uh, he went on to win his semi-final and uh, eventually the final from Freddie Lindgren in second, Magic Janowski third and Ty Woffenden in fourth. And Rob, it was interesting that Lindgren, Janowski and Woffenden, who were, I believe, what were they, sixth, seventh and eighth at the time in the world, yes. um, found themselves in the final. Um, and it's really closed that gap up now. Yeah, they def- they seem to have... Maybe it's a little bit too too little too late, but they've all seemed to have woken up a little bit. Um, Lingren was on a, on the back of some pretty poor form. Um, with Janowski, you you have no idea what Magic Janowski is going to turn up at any round during the year. He's either brilliant or awful. Um, and then Woffinden sort of you know he's been okay for the last couple of rounds, but they've been on sort of favourable tracks. So it, yeah, he seems to have woken up a little bit, and it's yeah, it's really really tight now. I think I think um, you know with me saying last week there was only two. I'm obviously wrong. There's now three. You know, there's three for the. There are three riders scrapping over those last two places. Um, even Bewley's not not isn't isn't really safe. We were just saying Bewley is safe. Is he? He's only five points clear of Woofen in an eighth now. So, he, yeah, you know, he's even he's not safe. So, although I would obviously no, obviously he's going to be in the GPs next year anyway. But, um, you know, I would say is is you know after talking about it last week, I, I was wrong last week. All three of them are, you know, are scrapping in there. Um, I think Doyle is too far behind, even for, you know, the staunch Doyley fan that I am. Sixteen points with one round to go is pretty unassailable. So he will need an absolute miracle. He's going to need to win it and have all three of them have an awful round. So 
yeah, it's unlikely. So, but I hope that's not the last time we see Doyle in the GPs. Um, that would be that would be quite. I, I sent, I'd put I him into the frickin', with, I think. I've changed my time. I've changed my mind. I just, I just sense with Doyle that age is against him, you know. Um, yeah, I mean... Not that they'll look elsewhere for an Australian, but um, Frick, and, Frick and Holder will both be in the series next Sorry, year anyway. Keenan Roo. Braden is Frick in the series? Is Frickin definitely in the series next year, is he? Well, as long as Bewley finishes in the top six... Which isn't... It's not necessarily guaranteed at this point. Yeah, it's so. not guaranteed. There's, I, I was looking to go into this round clearing a few issues up but it's actually just made it a whole lot worse for me yeah it's you'd like to think i think personally the top four are safe and i say that through gritted teeth to be honest i mean lambert's going to be riding on his home track in torrent um and he's got a what's he got a five point lead over yanofsky and he does. when you think those Linger and Yunofsky and Woffenden are all going to be fighting with each other. It's it's difficult to see that Lambert's going to drop out of that top six now. Kane, uh, agree? Disagree? Agree. Um, I think it's a it's a three rider shootout now, um, and I'm actually in I'm team Wolfie for this one. Um, I, I think he's he will be the one that, to finish in the top six. Do you think it's a three though with with Dan as well? Dan, uh, Dan would, when you put it like that. Oh yeah, no, it's a three because Yunovsky isn't going to do it, so it's fine. Um, okay, no. uh, we're, we're crossing Yunovsky off the list. Oh, then. Um, I don't know what Billy's like it to run. Honestly, um, you've you've caught me on the spot here. So I, I don't know what it's like, but I could do some quick research if anyone wants to start talking. I imagine that that Dan and Yunovsky and Waffenden are probably all on a. a an even keel with each other. I mean, Lindgren's going to have been to Torrent this year as well. Um, how he's fared there, I don't know. I, I well, sense I'm not checking that as well. Is a no. slight. I mean, is a slightly interesting thing. Do we? Uh, I mean, I don't know what the what the record is for the lowest number of points in a GP series, but Chappelski can't be far off. <laughs> no, well, that's not. Very good. I know. I know. It's completely off the top six subject. But I'm just looking at the looking at the standings. He's got 29 <laughs> from nine rounds. I bet there's somebody with less than that. Anyway, oh, he's, only just, he's only finished last place. I have well, yeah. From Turun versus Roslav. Ty Wuffenden I mean, got 14. Yanovsky got 9. Bewley got 10. They all had 6 rides. So They're all fairly even then. Yeah, they're all quite what good. Did, what did Chapelski get? Chapelski, he got 12. <laughs> he rides the Torrent. He, he does he's ride the Torrent. Yeah, he he goes I mean, he's, fast. He's not... He wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a semi-final at Torrance. Jack Holder got two. I mean, Schabelski nice. is 22 yeah. points behind Anders Thompson and he's rode three more meetings. That's <laughs> quite sad. Don't laugh. And then I'm just... I'm, sorry. It's got it, it's it's, got, it's, got it's, got a family. Alright, well, I mean, it's, it's humorous, isn't it? It's you know, We can do that, can't we? We're never going to yeah. meet a guy. Well, I think we can know. do that. He might come on the show, you Game never know. Well, he might do. Well, I right, I won't make that joke, but um, <laughs> I was about to say so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was just thinking, like, was it Thomas Krasnowski in the noughties was pretty dreadful in the GP series. I know he's a Swindon right. He worked, he did ride for Swindon, and he was great for Swindon. But I think he was pretty dreadful in the in the GP. So was Kasperzak ever that bad? He probably was. He was pretty. Know. He was awful last year, wasn't he, Kasperzak? Was it last year? It was last year, wasn't it? Yes. He's got lower than that. If, if he, I don't know. No, he's averaging about three points around at this point, isn't it? It's not three points around, yeah. 
Oh, and then he had a, him and him and Max Frick had a had a fairly big crash on Saturday as well. We uh, we hope both of them are okay. Oh. They both retreat from the meeting. Kasparzak got twenty eight in two thousand twenty one. Oh, okay. Sorry, Pavel. Hi. You're you're not as bad as Kasparzak. My apologies. Lindback, um, I'm going to see what he got because he wasn't very good at one point. You're not at Derby County in the Premier League level just yet. Not yet. quite yet. <laughs> Lindback got twenty two. So I oh. think that's probably the lowest. His best points was eight. So Rob's just dug Chappelle's out there for no reason. Yeah, yeah I've dug him out and then said he's dreadful for no reason. Nice. I apologise. My, I'm, I'm wrong again. It does happen sometimes. <laughs> no one there. Moving on before we slay everyone that's ever rode in the Grand Prix and finish fifteenth. Um, Schmarzlick obviously then has won the wrap the series up with one to go, 148 points. Madsen pretty much guaranteed second place. With 117, then comes Dudek on 100, Lambert 97, Bewley on 93, Lindgren and Janowski on 92, Woffenden on 88, and then the rest with Doyle in ninth on 76, Vasilik on 71, Mickelson 70. Um, and then we have one round left in Torren, which happens on the 1st of October. So after that show, I'm, I'm sure the three of us will be putting our predictions on who will be the wildcards for next year's series. So we look forward to that. Once we know the six, we obviously know the three from the Grand Prix Challenge and we will also know the winner of the SEC, um, which I had a, a comment earlier. Um, as the SEC are, are guaranteed a place in the series, surely if Madsen wins it, he goes to the second place person. Does it not? I don't know. Did we bring this up the other week? I, I'm yeah, not entirely sure how it works. Yes and no, so. Yeah, I'm not entirely, you would assume it's a yes, wouldn't you? Because they've got a place. If Madsen's already qualified, then it should go to the next person, which will most probably be Yanis Kolodze. Oh. I mean, he might still win it, but... Nice, nice fresh face for the GPs there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did check. He got 52 points, so he's all right. Who, Yanis? Yeah, but I think that was when they actually used points. So uh, He won a round as well, didn't he? He went Prague. Tw- yeah, oh, I, was I, say, I, 20, I was actually going to say 20 quid it was in Poland, but... Ooh. I'm glad I You'd didn't. be wrong. And twenty quid. Money. And twenty quid poorer. That's why I don't bet. See? Yeah, I can't afford it anymore. Mm. So we look. We look forward to. We look forward to finalising the um, the series in Torren in a couple of weeks' time. And as we move on from the Grand Prix, um, we moved on to the British final today at Bellevue. Um, and Kane, uh, probably everybody's prediction for for winning the actual meeting was Dan Bewley. Straight through the card today, 15-point maximum in the qualifiers and then a win in the final, um, beating Tom Brennan into second place, Craig Cook in third, Danny King in fourth. But uh, excellent win for Dan and he, he looks so, so quick today. Bloody good, isn't he? Let's go, <laughs> Daniel. Fast. Thank That's, you. Oh, I, I, you. You surprise me every week with how in-depth your analysis is. I mean, you know, yeah. it, no one got close to him. Easy, I think there was easy. a couple of races. I think um, Charles Wright had a good race with him. No, nah, um, didn't happen. In his fourth nope. ride. In his fourth <laughs> ride, he had nah. to pass him. And I think there was another race as well. No, no. That must have been 2018. Jesus. <laughs> Any, but you wouldn't think that... And no one would know that you weren't a Dan Bewley fan. Or that you weren't even from Cumbria. Who? Dan. Asked. What? <laughs> Nothing. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, oh, my life is pain. <laughs> Rob out of the rest, 
at the rest of the guys in the meeting. Um, Tom, uh, not Tom Brown, Connor Mountain, Leon Flint put up good performances as well, probably better than we would have suggested might have happened pre-meeting. Um, unfortunately, Chris Harris was beset by some um, engine problems today. Yeah, it was nice to see Connor Mountain and, and Leon Flint have a good, have pretty decent meetings. Really, um, you know, Leon Flint was was in the hunt for a for a sort of last chance semi final place until his last ride. Um, Connor Mountain, sort of a little, you know, a little unlucky. He's, he's managed to get himself eight points, and you know, if the format was slightly different, he, he would have got himself a little semi final place. So, yeah, it was yeah, it's really really encouraging performances from them too. Um, as you said, it's unfortunate that you know it's unlucky for Chris Harris, obviously. He was so on it in the original staging, um, so I imagine you know that's it's, it's going to be it's, it's a bit gutting for him. It's a bit gutting for everyone. I think Harris has been one of the best British riders this year, um, so it would have been nice to see him sort of make a semi-final or maybe even a final. Um, but yeah, obviously nobody can sort of begrudge Dan Beauty winning it. He's yeah, he's everybody. He was everybody's favourite to win the meeting anyway. Um, and like on a slightly slightly different thing, I think it was kind of nice to see Adam Ellis score some points, which was which was good. You know, people obviously got a lot got a lot of flack after the last the original staging, and then obviously um, crashing and withdrawing in the in the GP. So it was quite nice to see him sort of get some points and get himself a semi final place as well. You know, because he is clearly a very good rider. He's a former former British champion. We better call him now. Um, so yeah, it was quite nice to see him score points as well. Yeah, so um, so Dan Bewley qualifies for the Grand Prix at Cardiff next season, obviously, because he's British champion. Hmm. Uh, that's another <laughs> can of worms. British you want to open it? So, oh, don't start that one. Yeah, I saw a ridiculous comment today. Should he be British champion? What, what do that you want? generally how it works when you win. I don't... I, I mean, mean, he is pretty much Scottish champion, to be fair. So. I mean, that's still Britain, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we can call it Scottish champion. Is that far north? Well, it's, <laughs> it's not Iceland. Iceland champion, <laughs> you said. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you did say that. I'm not sure that's quite... That's, Cumbria is quite as north of that, but... Well, it's quite as north. Why not on Dan on winning the Northern Championship? Put it that way. How about that? Does that work? When we have a North East South meeting, he'll be in it. North Fit, what, like an all-star meeting? Oh, no, yeah, well, no, that was suggested. No, no, let's just stop right there. <laughs> this was suggested, wasn't it? After, well, there's one in cricket now. Football suggested it. It's a matter of time before the BSPL jump on the bandwagon. <sighs> no, they won't jump on the bandwagon. If that comes in, they'll jump on the bandwagon. South they'll... League, didn't we, in 2020, I think? I yeah, I, let's be fair. If uh, if that does come in in other sports, BSPL will jump in, jump on that bandwagon about 10 years after it's already happened everywhere else. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The clock is ticking. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't see it happening. Let's yeah. be fair, but no, I can't. To be fair, no. right? Be interesting, maybe. Where would you have it? Would it be two lakes? One in the north, one in the south? Oh, I don't know. Bellevue and Stick Plymouth. It in Poland. <laughs> Stick it in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a temporary on the Isle of Man. Is that classed as North or South, thing? Well, no, it's the Isle of Man. Well, it's pretty West, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Well, yeah. This is some really some really good entertainment, I think. It's quality content. We are the best spirit podcast around. 
But on the basis of what Nathan said, is Dan well, according to that comment he saw online, is Dan Beauty the British champion? Yeah. It does say British champion on Speedway updates, so I'm taking that as gospel. That's definite. Hundred percent. Simply propaganda. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. I've just it's, I was I was just sharing our meeting with Jason Edwards, so hopefully he will be joining us soon. Sure. I'm going to say soon. I'm actually going to text him. I oh, know he's actually read the message, so he might come on soon. Mate. Anyway, while we're waiting, hopefully so. He sounds keen, and we and I want to talk to him about the National League Development Riders Championship coming up the this National week. National League Development, the National Development League, should I say? There we go. I will oh, be there. Ahead. By the way, I'm, I'm officially. Are you going? Are you scum for? I am going. It's it's at three in the afternoon. I am going out the night before, but I'll be there. Oh. I'll be there in spirit, at the very least. Well, at least you're going out at a weekend. That makes a change. I'll be fine. I'll leave. Anyway, I believe Jason has now joined us. Can you hear us all right, Jason? Yeah, yeah, we're all good. Great. Great to have you on the show, Jason, and great. thank you for joining us. Uh, just going to have a quick chat with you. First and foremost, though, how's the injury? Uh, I'm trying everything, um, everything I can at the moment, but, yeah, at the moment I can't quite lift my arm sort of past sideways, on, um, so... Yeah, assisted, I can kind of get nearly above my head, but on its own strength, um, yeah, that's where I'm pretty knackered at the moment. So I've got an appointment at the hospital tomorrow, and then, yeah, hopefully we can get a bit more from there. But like I say, that, the problem I've got is it's a muscle injury rather than a broken bone. Do you know what yes. I mean? If it was a broken bone, it'd be, oh, broken collarbone, two, three weeks, whatever, then you know what you're doing. But at the moment, it's, it's muscle damage, possibly something in the rotator cuff, possibly something else um and it's kind of that well we don't actually know exactly what it is because i haven't had an mri so that's the hard bit for me because i haven't got a time frame on it do you know what i mean and because it's mid-september i'm still seeing it as i got a month and a half of the season left whereas yeah do you know what i mean if it was the middle of october i'd be thinking right the best thing would just be sit out and end it and then go for next year but at the moment i'm still like i've got a hell of a lot of meetings i can get in so we'll, yeah we'll yeah. have to see Obviously, you've got um, um, the National League Development League Riders Championship this coming weekend that I'm sure that you'd want to be involved in. But you've got meetings for, unfortunately, Red Car went out of the playoffs yesterday, but they've still got a knockout cup match as well. Um, Kingsland have still got knockout cup finals as well. So, obviously, you're keen to get back. You've got a lot of meetings to get in before the end of the season. Yeah, obviously, I, the last thing I want to do is miss out on the playoff meetings with Red Car. Do you know what I mean? that As a team, that's what you build on the whole year. Even like the Plymouth meeting, it was brilliant because that was kind of the point where this is the make or break meeting to get some extra meetings and then to just sit them out and to only be able to watch on BSN, uh, that that was a hard thing for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I say, I've done 72 meetings or something so far this year. Um, and yeah, I don't want to be missing any if I can. If I can. And like, like you say, Kings Lane, they've got the cup final still to go. Red car, we can still, we're in the knockout cup final. And then even with Mildenhall, we're into the playoffs. So then suddenly, yeah, God knows, God knows how they fit them all in, but I want to be a part of them all if I can. <laughs> yeah, obviously we've we've got about five weeks left of the season and, and you're, I know Kingsland himself have still got one, two, three, four, I think five meetings left. Mildenhall have still got, have they got knockout cup and playoffs as well? And Redcar have got yeah. a yeah. couple of knockout cups as well. So that's a lot of meetings to get in. So... Obviously, you'll be keen to return, but just in terms of your season and, and how it's gone, shall we say, pre-injury here, 
Um, you obviously started the season at Mildon Hall in the National Development League with Red Carr in the Championship, and then you got yourself a place uh, richly deserved at the time, I thought, at Kings Lynn in the Premiership. So you've had a busy time, and, and your careers really took off this season. Yeah, like when when Alex rang me about the Kings Lynn thing, obviously Jack got hurt, and it's it's never nice to replace someone, but you've always got to take the opportunity when it comes up. And I was kind of I'm in an hour and a little bit whether to actually do it because the way I I saw it was you have to be good enough to be in the league. I don't want to be the person that's just trading at the back. Um, not, cause, you know what I mean, you want to be able to go into it at the standard you need to be to jump straight in. And um, Yeah, I was a bit um and ah, but no, I was, I'm really glad I did it in the end because, like I say, some, some I, I don't know what my best score is in it, but I've just had some good races that I'm really happy with. Even like the, the door race at Kings in, I know it was only, I don't know, two laps or something, but yep. I wouldn't have thought that would have even been a potential thing that could have happened at the start of the year. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like I say, being at Red Car every week's been absolutely brilliant for me because it's not a trick track, it's not, it's not anything. It is you have to be on your top form every week, and um, yeah, as a rider, the whole club's brought me on leaps and bounds. And I think the biggest thing for me is the amount of meetings I've done. Yeah, at points I've probably done meetings and I've never been a bit knackered and I'm a bit, do you know what I mean? But for me, that's been the biggest thing because I've just been riding near enough. I've been having two days off and that's been like a big long holiday. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. last year when I was riding free sport and I was having two weeks off and it's like you're starting the, from the off season every week. So, um, yeah, like I say, all, all three clubs have been brilliant to me and I've been getting loads of meetings. Yeah, and obviously if, if I if look from the... I'm going to work my way through the teams, but if I look from the Kings Lynn perspective... You obviously mentioned it then. I thought you you started off quite nervously around Kingsland to begin with, but the last couple of weeks before your injury, particularly that race with Jason Doyle, um, and then again a couple of weeks ago against Peterborough, you 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 got a five one in he four where you you fended off Scott Nichols. Brilliant ride, I thought it was. So you've certainly not disgraced yourself in the Premiership. Uh, I mentioned to the guys at the time. I thought the the, the the sacking, shall we call it, of Jake Mulford was, it left a bit of taste in my mouth. But I had to point out that to give you the opportunity was the right thing to do because I think you deserved it and you were almost collateral to what had happened to Jake. But you were, you were deserving of a place in the Premiership, whether it be at Kings Lynn or anywhere else. And you really have blossomed into that number seven role in the Premiership. Yeah, and like I say, it, we all say we don't, we try not to look as much as we can. But yeah, I did see, I, I did see it all and Obviously, you never know the full extent of it because you're not the one that's actually it's all about. Do you know what I mean? You don't know the facts and and whatnot. And yeah, I haven't got a clue what went on with all of that. But like I say, if if I am getting a chance, I've got to take it with both hands where I can. And no, like I say, Kingsland's not an easy track just to jump into. I know if you talk um, to a lot of riders, a lot of them don't enjoy going to Kingsland just because of the amount of dirt and everything on it. But no, like I say, it's. The biggest thing for me, like top league wise, is that they're different style of tracks because a lot, other than Bellevue, a lot of them are all and Wolves, a lot of them are all clay based tracks. So then suddenly it's a very different style of riding and everything. Um, and like I say, basically all three leagues for me have just been a different style of riding and racing different people and trying to come on as much as I can. So um, yeah, like I say, some, some of my races at Kingsland I've been really proud of, others I've wanted to forget. Um, and there's been a few in between. And yeah, like I say, the, the nice thing when you're racing with riders like that is, you know, although you know they're going to be hard, you know they're they're pretty safe and you know where they're always going. So, um, 
yeah, I can try and stick a front wheel somewhere if I can, and I can try and hang on for four laps if I can. Yeah, and uh, over into the championship with Redcar, and as a team, um, I think all three of us actually predicted Redcar quite high at the beginning of the season with the makeup of the top three, um, and then yourself and Jordan Jenkins at reserve. You look really strong. As it's turned out, you and Jordan Jenkins got made your way into the to the one to the one to five, and you've had really good seasons. Unfortunately, injuries seem to have hit Red Car at the wrong time, particularly with yourself, Eric Riss, Jordan Jenkins as well, and now Louis Kerr's out injured as well. It's just sort of derailed the season a little bit towards the end. Yeah, like after, I think it's probably the halfway point. Obviously, we were looking quite good for the playoffs, and then suddenly that playoff picture kind of become a bit of a nervous thing with Scunny nearly in it. And like I say, it went down to that last meeting at Plymouth where we had to win by so many to get in. And it all worked out really well in the end, and it would have been a brilliant little story. Then we'd have got to the final and done something for how close it was to not making it. But yeah, obviously Eric's Eric's injury in the middle of the year was a big, big blow for everyone. Because I mean, round red car, Eric's kind of a guaranteed ten points, um, and away he's always about that. So, and it shows because on the rolling averages, obviously he moved into the number one position. Um, but where red car, obviously quite lucky, was the guest position for that during the year we can then start picking good riders like we had Richard Dawson a few weeks Danny King a few weeks but obviously when you go into the playoffs the rule then is you can only pick out of the teams that aren't in the playoffs so um, yeah obviously that didn't help and obviously my form at the end dropped a little bit and it wasn't I wasn't the happiest with it but um, yeah like I say as, as a whole I think we've just got to look forward to the knockout cup now and we've still got a few meetings to go like I say with that and we need some big meetings and like I say, I want to be part of them. Yeah, and hopefully we we should find out um, on Wednesday who Redcar will have in the final of that. Although I sense that that meeting might get postponed for a playoff fixture, um, but it's still uh, still up in the air at the moment. So um, it'll be either Paul or Leicester um, yeah. for Redcar in the final of that one. And if we just move over to the National Development League, then and. Um, what has been quite a, a, a decent season uh, at Mildon Hall. You've averaged over 10 points just, but it's still over 10 points. But Mildon Hall, have, and if you've listened to this sh- show, and to be honest, I hope you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Us I, three have talked I, I, quite I, I listened, here. Yeah, no, I listened to a bit of the, the Adam one, but other than that, I haven't, I haven't listened to many of them. Um, well, I, We've we've talked quite openly about Mildenhall and and who I mean you could probably speak to us more about what's going on there, but there, there always appears to be a story coming from Mildenhall with injuries and track conditions and is this for you? Is this just um, riders' ability not being able to ride the track, or has there been issues with track conditions? I I think it's a little bit of everything um, with the Mildenhall thing. And what's been nice, and I've started a little high, is the the last two free meetings um the win with oxford and then obviously the double header i know i didn't really ride in it but we i went back after i got to the hospital and there's a whole lifted atmosphere with it all again so that's that's the biggest thing going into these last few meetings with Mildenall is the whole atmosphere and everything is four speedway and it's all good but yeah i i think there's just a couple of issues like fundamentally that are hard with Mildenall is obviously for a start it's a three o'clock on a sunday afternoon and I think if you speak to any, I'm not a track curator, but I think if you speak to any of them, the one thing they'd want to avoid is afternoon meetings. Because all that happens is, is well, the track just dries and dries and dries. And obviously in the middle of the summer when the heat wave that we had, 
you're not going to be able to keep any moisture in it at all. Um, so fundamentally, that's one of the hardest things for Mildenhall. And then secondly, they've got a clay-based track because of the stock cars. And obviously, that's what the stock cars want. And yep. obviously, that's what pays the rent of the stadium a hell of a lot more than the speedway. So that takes priority to that. Um, and yeah, suddenly you're on a clay-based track in the middle of the summer. I mean, it's how pottery works, isn't it? They yeah, and I, think, I think that's quite a similar story to... Yeah, yeah. So like I say, that, that, that to me is the hardest thing with it. And then the next thing that the clay then brings, King's Inn's obviously a clay-based track and Peterborough's clay-based now. But obviously they run in the evenings and they've got the top riders in the UK riding them. Then we go to National League on a track that's 260 metres, but it rides like quite a big track because it's a little circle when it's quite quick. Suddenly the riders... I, I remember the first time I went there, it was it was with Plymouth in the National League. I just turned 15. I couldn't do four laps. I mean, there weren't loads of dirt on it, but I just couldn't turn. And I was nearly at the air fence for uh, all four races. But again, that's just a standard thing. Um, if the top league was there... There'd probably be crashes because it's tight and small and everyone's going to be going for the same position on the track rather than anything to do with the track. Because I know we, I went to watch the Danny's meeting just in the crowd and it was a good little meeting because you had four riders all the same standard. Um, so I, I just think there are a couple of the hard things for Mildenall. But um, what all I'm hoping for is in the playoffs because I know Mildenall are going to struggle with fixtures getting them in is that we get some night meetings and we get to go under the new LED floodlights. Um and then it will be good. So that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah, I think, uh, as you said, there's there's plenty of positives to come out of Mildenhall this season. I mean, we look at um, some of the performances, particularly in recent weeks. Um, obviously, losing yourself and James uh, was hard. But when Sam Beebe's come back in, Alex Spoon has dropped to reserve and done well. I think Luke Muff and Josh Warren have done really well as well. There's a lot of good performances in that side. Yeah, no, Josh has been absolutely unbelievable this year. Like, but obviously the, he's mechanicing for Danny during the year and everything, and I think that then goes into his own bikes because I mean his bikes are absolutely immaculate with everything he does. And yeah, riding wise, he's obviously quite. A t- I don't know if you've seen him before, but he's he's quite a tall person. But he um no, he's riding the bike really well, and every week he's getting a little bit better, a little bit better. And obviously now he's he's in the main body and he's just riding the same. Um, I but. Yeah, and what's nice with Mildenhall doing the National League and stuff is there's so much personality and characters with it all. Like, everywhere, like you've got Luke Muff dancing in the pits or you've got something else, and it's all... Do you know what I mean? It's just a general little good atmosphere. But then, obviously, then you go up in the leagues and everything's a lot more serious. Everyone's a lot more to themselves. Um, I don't know whether that's because they know they need to get the results, otherwise they're getting dropped, or whether that's because they fly in and out and they only fly into the meeting. But... Yeah, that's the big thing you notice as a rider is the characters and the personalities in it. Like, you don't get Jack Older dancing around in the pit starts to the music of the stadium. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I say, the whole, like I say, the whole little Mildenhall team this year, um, everyone's done. Like, even bringing in Jack Kingston. Like, no one really knew anything about him and his performances on track. He's had some really good scores and beaten some really good riders. So, um, yeah. And like, like I say, what's nice is everything's forced be away again at Mildenhall. The crowd and everything, it's, everyone's enjoying it. So I just hope all the playoffs go well and um, like that. Because I, I know at one point I was saying, I don't really see we're going to make the playoffs. And now suddenly we could even end up top of the league. So, yeah, um, yeah I just think the whole thing for Mildenhall is just on the way up. 
yeah, obviously we we wish you all the best for that. Um, I know we've we've knocked Mildenhall quite hard in terms of track preparation, not not in terms of the team itself. It's more to do with the accidents and everything that's gone on there. But we do wish you all the best for for all three clubs for the remainder of the yeah. season. And I mean, you could well be picking up trophies in all three leagues, which would be unheard of. So. We wish well, you all I don't the know. best. I know Ellis Perks did it, and he won all three leagues. So obviously, I won't be able to do that. But um, oh, the, the, obviously, because then they changed the rule last year, so you couldn't do it. And then this year, it's come back, so you can. So, but for me, like I say, the whole thing with that is I've just been riding. Like I say, two days off has been a hell of a lot, and that's been what's been. So I've even been doing obviously the the uh, kids league in Poland. I did five or six meetings out there. Um, and just generally it getting to experience every track I possibly can under any condition from riding at Grugeons to riding at Mildenhall to riding at Kings Lynn. Do you know what I mean? And then even getting to do a couple of races at Cardiff. Do you know what I mean? I've kind of, for this me this year, I've kind of got to experience everything and anything in Speedway. Um, and yeah, it just makes me want to pull my finger out and actually get a bit better. I mean, I mean, you say a couple of races at Cardiff. I think you'd rode in half the meeting before he ate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, I didn't make it for the for the for the GP two on the Sunday, uh, but I know Rob and Kane were there. But uh, yeah, I, I was busy just... trying to figure out. I was busy trying to figure out if uh, track reserves can make the semis or not, if they're allowed in the semis or not. At one point, I think. But well, I know all the FIM lot got all the rules out just to check because they were getting a bit worried <laughs> at one point. But it, it was quite it was quite funny because obviously they left all the the GP like all their pit set up or whatever it is. Um, obviously, they got all the tellies in the pits and I just put the chair by it because what's really odd, and I'm, we, obviously I've never got to experience it because obviously you've got to win a British final to get there, um, was it's dead silent. Like, I would expect you'd be able to hear the bikes going round and hear the crowd and everything, but once that meeting's underway, where the pits is, it's just all you can hear is everyone changing sprockets and messing around with the bikes. It's, do you know what I mean? It's just a weird kind of atmosphere under there. But yeah, I just put the, t- the chair out to watch on the telly and obviously they just kept breaking the tapes. And I just, <laughs> I was already out before they'd officially excluded the person. So obviously <laughs> I was dead soon, but I mean, the, the others weren't. But like I say, for me to get as many rides as I got, I was just going there to get a practice. So yeah, yeah, to get to ride, it, obviously I know it wasn't a normal Cardiff because I know they had lots of problems with the stone content in the track and it breaking up and everything like that. But I'm not going to say no to going out when it's a bit of a rough, bumpy track. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, the whole experience itself must have been something quite new for you and something quite exciting as well. Yeah, like I was I was quite chuffed to see the amount of people that stayed. Do you know, I know it was all included in the ticket and whatnot, but um, yeah, like I say, I know they, the whole back straight was filled. And um, yeah, like I say, it'd be nice to win a race, um, but... Like I, I popped some wheelies, I got some good starts, I got some reruns, and um, yeah, like I say, it, I just what's the big thing for me this year is I've t- kind of experienced everything, so um, that's the biggest thing I'm taking forward to hopefully next year and onwards is I've covered a little bit of everything. I've just got to go a bit quicker and get some more points under my belt. Uh, yeah, and before we before we look ahead to next year, um, we'll just look ahead to Sunday, and if you are fit to take your place. So it's a really interesting lineup that's come for um, for the National Development League. There's a lot yeah. of big names, and it's difficult to really guess who might actually take the victory in that one. Yeah, and I think Scunny's even more of an open track than someone like Bellevue. 
because it is it is a one of a kind track in the country. Um, and yeah, like I said, my my results have never been brilliant at Scunny going full. Like the, my best one, I think, was in the under 19s getting third or something. I think, but like I say, it, it is very much whoever's on um, whoever's day it is on that day is going to win. Um, so, like I say, I'm hopefully I can get to it because, like I say, I want, I've got some meetings before that that I want to do as well. So that that would be the plan. Um, but yeah, obviously. With Max Clegg joining the National League again, it makes it a little, nice little bit stronger again. And it is basically your heat 15s every race, like any Riders' Championship is in any league. So, um, I mean, yeah, just looking at your first heat, Max Clegg, Jack Kingston, Kyle Bickley and yourself, it's there's four names already that could... I mean, you throw in Jordan Jenkins, Lee Complin, Dan Thompson, Joe Thompson, Adam Royne, and there's a whole host of names that could come out on top in this one. Yeah, because is the Riders' Championship... Um, it's just 20 heats to then winner with the most points. Oh, I think so, yeah. yeah. I was looking at the lineup the other day and I think it is just a straight 20. Yeah, so again, that as brilliant as a one-race final is, it kind of brings it back if you haven't done as well. But at the same time, when it's a five-race format, you know any point you drop, well, you're not going to get that point back and someone else is going to get one more than you. So, um, yeah, you need a win to start off with, so... That's what I'll have to do. But like I say, it, before that meeting, my biggest aim is to get, get back on the bike and actually get riding because the point I'm at at the moment is I can't actually lift my arms. When you ride a bike, whatever the bike is, you're kind of in like that, your A-frame position, elbows up, chest up. I can't actually get my um, my right elbow up at the moment. So at first I'll get that sorted and then hopefully I can get riding. But yeah, at least Scunny is just a big circle and you can, you can hang on for four laps if you have to. <laughs> yeah and then obviously then we're looking ahead to next season um, I, I would assume it's more of the same and a little bit extra for you I don't know if you'll be able to do three leagues next year but if given the opportunity would you do all three uh, I, I honestly don't know at this point because at the back of my mind what I also think is I want to move on do you know what I mean I, I don't want to be stuck in the National League because I don't know how many years I've been in it but I kind of want to get a little bit better now but then the the hard thing with it is you're getting those extra rides. And as silly as it sounds, when I, what I've realised doing this year is the top league doesn't run that often. There's not yeah. as many meet. Do you know what I mean? There's not as many meetings as I thought there was. Obviously, I assume it's all going to be the same next year. But you hear so many different things from everyone. And yeah, like Poland's all sorted for next year. They've signed all their riders, their teams, and they know everything. And we don't have a clue what's going on. So yeah. Standard. Yes, do you know what I mean? Like, like I say, if it all stays the same, obviously I'd love to try and get a chance in the top league to carry on, um, and then obviously in the championship. But that that would be my hope to try and get a top league team again, and then obviously be in the championship. And I'll have to think about the national league part because, like I say, for me it's that moving on part and trying to get better. So, um, and the I, biggest I mean... thing, to go, yeah, go on. I was going to say, I would say it's been five years in the National League, but I think if you take one year out for COVID, it's yeah. it's three years in the end. Majority, obviously, yeah. with Newton Hall. But um, you, you've done your apprenticeship down there. And I think, yeah, for, for the next step for you is championship and premiership. Yeah. So, like like I say, that that's that's where I am at this point in time. Like I say, I might go and max out every race coming up in the championship and top league, and you never know. But um, that, that that, for me, would be my plan anyway. So I just got to get a good few scores and then um, see what I can do. But like I say, championship-wise, red car has been brilliant this year. 
threw everything on and off track and, and whatnot. So um, I just need to get a few more points to try and get a place there next year. And then and then Premiership, obviously, you want to stay with Kings Lynn next year. Yeah? <laughs> well, i just got to see what happens, really. Um, I haven't had too much um, spoken from anyone. But like I say, from what I've had so far, Kings Lynn's been brilliant. Just to give them the opportunity to have a go. Um with it all and yeah obviously what's nice with Kingston is it's, it's relatively local in Spooway terms it's only two and a, two hours up the road um so yeah like like I say it's been it's been really good and there is I would say you have got a little bit of a home track advantage at Kingston which as someone of my standard is nice because if do you know what I mean it's, it's nice to have that because you know you've got a little edge on someone that doesn't go there every week so um yeah, yeah. like I say I'm I'm looking forward to next year already my main aim is this year and get the points in while I can. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, before we before we go, um, there's a couple more bits we do with all our guests. Well, there's one more bit. Kane, Kane's got a Jason Edwards stat before we're done. Indeed, so I'm, I do. I'm going to let Kane bring you his stat of the day. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting really good at these now. <laughs> so, this season, you've only finished lower than second five times. One last place in the National League. And four third places, and quite quite surprisingly, three of them were in the exact same meeting, in the home loss to Leicester. Oh yeah, yeah, Two yeah. That's, that's what's dropped. That's what's dropped my average loads. Yeah, that was like I don't know what <laughs> happens if if I don't know what counts for the last meeting when I only did a start and then a withdrawn. I don't know if you get an average from that. No, you won't. That won't class as a ride. That was you, you were withdrawn, so you wouldn't actually have had a ride. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, there you are then. I didn't. I didn't know how that bit worked. But I mean, even like, cool. I know even like this year with like championship. I don't know if it's National League the same, but championship averages. I could have done say forty, four. Well, say thirty meetings, but only the ten, twelve league meetings actually count towards the average. So like a lot of my better meetings have been like knockout cups and jubilee meetings and and whatnot. And then I go and three meetings, I get one and two and naught. Suddenly, my average drops right, and I'm thinking I'm going to go back to reserve here. <laughs> but uh, you've done well this season to to maintain your position in the team at a championship level, to to maintain such form in the in the national development league. And that stat that Kane's just come up with is is an incredible stat because there's some incredible talent in that league. To maintain such a high standard is has been an exceptional season for you. But before we before we let you go, Jason Rob. Is going to do a quick fire ten questions with you. Oh, I remember this when Adam did this bit. Yeah, yeah. so nothing too <laughs> difficult. The uh, I mean, yeah, but it's yeah, no it's not, nothing to trip you up. Although the questions sort of slightly differ every week. I, there's a couple of them that don't really work with certain certain guests. So, um, yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll crack on for you. So, question number one: um, What's your favourite track? Favourite track. Well, just getting to ride Cardiff, just because of everything with it, that was the coolest thing for me. So, I know it's a temporary one and probably don't even count, but for me, just bucket list type thing, that would be the... Yeah, no, that counts. That That's fine. I, I'm not sure how many of the GP riders from the Saturday would have agreed with you, but yeah, yeah no, I think... Uh, I think yeah, Dan would have, but other than that, I yeah. don't know who would have... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, number two, favourite rider that you've raced with? Raced with... Um... Well, I'm going to go Doyle just because it sounds quite impressive. But <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, number three, your three favourite things about Speedway. Uh, I think 
the simplicity of it, do you know what I mean? Um, the fact it's in a stadium and you can see it all, unlike F1 and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just, I think just, well, I've done simplicity, and I? <laughs> Simple in a stadium um, and just the speed. Yeah, perfect. Um, number four, uh, where where was your first um, your first race, and, and where did you finish in it? Uh, well, National League, my first race was I just turned fifteen. Just I think I'd done two or three goes on the five hundred, um, and then it was at Lakeside, so I managed mm. to win my first heat two, which I was quite chuffed with at the time. That was me meeting done one heat two. That I do. <laughs> That's enough point, yeah. No, that's fine. That's, that's good. No, it's, I've, I've found a lot so far. Either the riders won the, either the guest has won his first race, or they've fallen off. Usually, it's either that. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, I think yeah. a couple have gone through the tape. So, yeah. No, it's... Um, number five, your favourite speedway rider ever. Uh, whenever I was little, it was always Jason Crump. Whether that was because he had the same name and that was the thing that I related to, I don't know. But for me, that was always he was always the one I looked up to. Yeah. Um, number six, uh, your best moment in Speedway so far? Best moment? Um, I feel, I feel bad. I don't actually know this one. <laughs> I just think any time, I know it sounds really boring, but I think any time you win a race, because every time you win a race and you cross the line, it's, all, it's always a good feeling, so... That's as boring as it sounds. I'm going to go with that one. No, that's 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 what you're in it for. That's what that's what people, that's what you or do sport for, isn't it? Actually, weird, isn't it? So to be honest, the actual probably the best one will be the first time I got a maximum because I only got my first maximum twenty. Well, last year at Mildenhall in their last league meeting against Berwick, and I got an eighteen point max. And for me, I'd never got one before. And it, like my first year national league, it was always it was me, Drew, and Leon at reserve. And I saw them go out and get maximums near enough every week. And I'm, I always got like drop one or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be what it is. It would be against against Berwick at Mildenhall when I got my first maximum. Are you a bit nervy on the tapes in the in in the sixth race, were you? Well, no, I, I, I don't know why I had six, to be honest. But no, it was it, everything just went well that day. Do you know what I mean? And it all, yeah. I thought, well, it seems a bit easy when it all, but then you go the other side. And when you're just struggling to get a point, it all feels as hard as it possibly can be. Yeah. Um, number seven, your least favourite thing about Speedway? Well, it's just got to be the injuries. Do you know what I yeah. mean? We all, we all know that, but um, yeah, that's got to be the hardest point. Yeah. Um, eight, what what sport would you do if it wasn't Speedway? Uh, if it wasn't Speedway, it would be motocross. But I mean, you've got to be another level to do that. So yeah, but that would be what it would be. Yeah. Um, number nine, um, your your three picks for the for the three leagues. So who's who's going to win each each league? Top league, I think Bellevue, just because of their home track advantage this year with the riders. Championship, yeah. oh, I don't know because it's out of Leicester and uh, who's yeah out of Leicester and Glasgow, I'd say. But the problem is Leicester haven't had a meeting for a while. So, but yeah, yeah. Leicester as an all round team, I'd say yes. Um, and then National League, well, got to go Mildenhall. Yeah, of course, yeah. No, definitely. Um, and then number 10 um, is the all-important one for us three. Now, you just, just to clarify, you don't have to say the team you ride for if you don't want to. Like, You don't need to do that. You know, <laughs> there are two other options. You can say either of them. 
one of them's probably better than the other one. So you don't. He's on about but... Workington. Pick Workington. Yeah. So we'll go with this one. Um, uh, for any reason, just need to pick one of these teams. So uh, Kingsland Stars, Workington Comets, or Swindon Robins. Workington. What what year are we on? Is it just the oh, club you, in general? Yeah, you just pick. It can be for any reason, mate. Like you've you've visited the track and you enjoyed a enjoyed a burger from the burger stand. It doesn't have to be you know any reason, mate. Well, I'll go. I'll go Kingsland because I haven't oh. really enjoyed the shoe. I've never. I never. Uh, yeah. I never. Yeah, I never got to go to Workington when we were going to go Northside. It got vandalised that one year, so we never got to go. Well, but hopefully, you can always come next, next year. year. Yeah, next year I've got yeah. some beauty videos and it all looks really good, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that'll be the plan. Absolute shocker! It gets vandalised up north. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if any of you, if any of the answers were boring, Jason, it's probably that one. I'd have picked someone else personally, but you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm that, I'm that far behind that my next three guests on the show are Jason Edwards, Nikolai Clint, and Freddie Jacobson. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I not that, not that I choose the guests or anything. In fairness, Clint, in fairness, Clint's ridden for all three. So if he don't, if he's not choosing Kings, then it's not a gimme. Well, I don't really he's only won the treble with one of them. So oh god, I'm, I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling good, feeling good. He left one and come back again with us, so he must love us. Yeah, well, <laughs> someone's got to, I suppose, isn't they? Yeah. Anyway, big thank you to you, Jason, for joining us on the show this evening. Um, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Like I say, if you ever need, if you haven't got a guest or anything, and you do need someone to chat away, so. Oh, perfect. Thank you, Jason. Jason it's, it's been a fourth host question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not that we want to put a damper on it, but if you ever get injured again, we'll get you on the show again. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to remember that. <laughs> yeah, but thank you for joining us, Jason, and we wish you the best for the rest of the season, and hopefully you're back on the bike again soon. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. No, hopefully. And, um, yeah, we'll hopefully see you all around soon. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Jason. All the best for the season. No worries. See you later. Cheers, cheers guys. Cheers, you. mate. I was going to say cheers, guys, then, and leave you all. Is that premature? That's, that's all good, then. Yeah, lovely. Yes. Cheers, mate. Yeah, yes. we're just gonna, we'll carry on with the rest of the show now. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Thank you for having me on anyway. No worries. Cheers, Jason. Cheers for coming. Thanks, mate. Bye. Good job we weren't on the radio. What a nice man. <laughs> he was right little chatterbox. I enjoyed yeah. that. Thanks to Jason for coming on. And we've got, if, if Kane's predictions get any worse, we've got someone else to come on the show. <sighs> and so we, just, we could just get rid of Kane and Jason <laughs> oh, is host number three, you know. Yeah, we'll, 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 now. Huh? We'll, we'll think about, I've got OBS. Don't worry. You didn't know where HDMI cable went before. I know where HDMI cable goes. I just don't know where. He's done what it does. He's done what it does. I just don't know where to put an Ethernet cable. But now I know. So my connection will be restored next week. Yay. Hopefully. Anyway, we'll move on to our predictions then. We'll go back over, over what's happened over the last week. And... We'll start with, where should we start? It's the Edinburgh versus Redcar meeting, um, which we all got correct in that we all thought Edinburgh would win. Um, what was the score? I've actually forgot. 50... It was 54 36, wasn't it? Yes. But yes. Yeah, Edinburgh had an 18 point lead. So so we all get a point from that one. Uh, then we moved on to Melilla, and I boringly correctly guessed Smarslik would win. So I moved to within a point of Rob with that one. Then the same night, I Leicester. Just, I beat... just want to add really quickly. I have predicted second place for three GPs in a row now. 
<laughs> second place is first loser, though. To be yeah, fair. but oh, I, I mean... just it's getting really annoying now. If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's but... seriously like it's it's making me you've a got... bit sad. So one this, this one, I'm going to right. predict third place, and they'll win it. Maybe. Surely you, you predict... I know. Predict last place. <laughs> just, predict just, last predict, place. just predict the one that's going to win. It'd be helpful. You know, I didn't think of that. Cheers, Neil. <laughs> I'll get the winner this week. <laughs> and then uh, on Saturday also was the Leicester versus Paul knockout cup meeting, which Leicester won 46-44. So a little bit closer than we all predicted. But we all get a point, all the same. And then today, the British final. Um, surprisingly, we all correctly picked Dan Bewley to win. Shocker. But it was the second place finish, which Rob got correct, which was Tom Brennan. So, well done, Rob. Yep. Uh, it's, and, it's, it's easy, this prediction, Mark, isn't it? As, as an added bonus at the end here, I've also put, as it is now decided, who will finish <laughs> fifth and sixth in the Premiership. Our choices, and Rob, you managed to get one right, which was Kings Lynn just missing out on the playoffs. Another shocker. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just if if I if I put money on this, yeah, I would I, I just wouldn't happen. It's just the fact that I haven't put money on any of this. If I had, I'd be if I put money on a lot of these predictions, I'd be a very rich man. I, I, am, just gonna, I am just going to point out that we have all predicted Bellevue to finish bottom of the league. Yeah, but they uh, I mean that was on the Zegar at the time. Yeah, that yeah. was on the basis of their team at the start of the season, which was not good. It's like me and Plymouth yeah. in the National League. It just sort of happened by accident, right? We didn't mean for it. <laughs> now, now we look silly, but at the time, you're like, oh, yeah, could could be a thing. And now we, it's the wrong way around. That's what I mean. If you listen to the episode at the time, you thought, they're talking sense. This now, guy, what he's talking about. And then they check back nine months later, and I've got Plymouth at the time, 30, and laugh at me. 30, 34 episodes in, they now realise we talk no sense. We are picking no, the not really. last, though, so... There's there's a, there we go. Uh, anyway, Rob leads 33 to me on 27. Kane, you're on 23. And, and as we've just had Jason on the show, we shall go into our prediction for this week, which is the National Development League Riders Championship at Scunthorpe on Sunday. And I'm going to come to Rob first. Cause oh, thank goodness, because I don't have the line yeah, up yet. Because... Because Rob Rob will get a lucky win here by guessing someone. I can guarantee. It. <laughs> um, it's it's quite an open me, isn't it? I was I was looking at the, the lineup and there 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 are so many people that could win this. Right, you keep talking. You just talk for a very long time. But there's a, there's a link on the schedule, Kane. No, no, but no, I've no, already I'm looking for something else. But I've already got the idea of who I think is going to win, and I'm just going to say it nice and quickly so Kane doesn't have time to think. I'm going to go. Don't say the same as me. Oh, no. I'm going to go Max Clegg. Oh, why? Do you know Max, Clegg, do you know Max, Clegg's, Max Clegg's average in the league at the moment? It's about 11, isn't it? 11, <laughs> and the rest. Yeah, hence why, why... I don't Apparently. know why you asked me to pick first. If I, you know, Apparently but... his average is 12. 12? Oh. <laughs> right, Kane, we're coming to you. No, you're not. Why? Because I'm still looking... Oh, I... I'll go next then. Um, I'll go for next. Clay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to discount Jason, unfortunately, because if he's not 100 percent fit, <laughs> I can't pick him. Um, he's still. Cool. I don't. I mean, he could do, but if he's been out of the saddle for a while, Adam Broynan, he's he's won this up there. I, no, I'm going Max Clegg as well. I don't care if I'm miles behind Rob because I just think Max Clegg's going to win. You surely you would pick something that you're six points behind here, mate. Yeah, we're not. We're then, coming towards the end of the season now. Yeah, there's not an awful lot of time to get points. 
if I don't pick Max Pegg, I could be seven points behind. You could be, but you yeah, could be five. We've got, we've got four meetings this week. We've got loads. I'll, I'll make up meetings if I have to. I'll put some SEC meetings, uh, some SC meetings in here if I have to. You're Made up virtual speed. Right. Right, I don't know. Ready. I've got, I've got my answer. Oh, nice of you to, nice of you to turn up. Yeah, here he's I am, been looking, and I'm been looking meetings. Can, can I pick now? After all, all this, he's going to go Max Clegg. I'm not picking Max Clegg. I'm, I'm not like doing that. But I might. He's going, he's going, ruining. I'm, I mean, I was tempted, but also no. I'm going for Dan Thompson, and it's oh. because. In the Scunthorpe amateur meetings, they have the records of like the, the fastest recorded times. Uh, in the youth five hundred class, he is the second fastest of all time, behind Jordan Palin. And some of the riders on this list are in the meeting. So, I'm picking Dan Thompson because he's fast. Okay, well, it's, it's it's plausible and it's logic, which is unheard of for you. You know, but... you know who else is on this list? In um, where's he gone? Oh, I've lost him. Hang on. In tenth, it's that person that I told you about a few a few weeks ago, and it, it, it's quite pretty fast, faster than Adam Ellis. I tell you, pretty fast. Wow. Probably not not anymore, but still fast. Did you did you want to include a name there, or just the person yeah. you spoke to, you to, told us about last Ashton week? Ashton Bowen. Buffin. I'm not say his name. That's the yeah. problem. That's why I won't I say think his it, name. I'm going Bowen. I'm going to say Bowen. Or Bowen. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Whatever Nathan says, it's not that. Damn. <laughs> I don't know his name now. <clears throat> anyway, uh, that's my pick, God. Dan Thompson. Okay. To upset all the Scunthorpe fans because he's from Leicester. Well, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but it's just possible. I don't know. Is that is that a fit? I'm 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 unaware of championship rivalry. rivalries. Is that a bit of a bit of a tasty one? Is it? I think so. According to our resident Scunthorpe fan Dan Palmer, I would say so. Yeah. All right. Are you sure he just doesn't like Leicester? Well, I mean, he's a Scunthorpe fan, and he doesn't like Leicester. Oh, therefore, good. Derby. I don't know how many fans they have, but I mean, the Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scunthorpe. Don't shout at me. Sorry, Sully Scunny. Yeah, right, we'll move on. Before we insult any more clubs. We can't be doing any more lawsuits. And we've got the final <laughs> meeting of the SEC. Fourth round, Pardubici. I was going to say it wrong again then. It's actually on Friday, I believe. Is it not? Probably. Maybe. UK. Um, who's the wild card for this one? It is Jan Kavec. Oh. Um, so we need to pick a winner from this as well. Um Rob, I won't ask you because you won't know the answer. But Kane, have you looked at the odds for this? And actually, uh, <laughs> uh, Leon Madsen is the favourite, but he lies in second behind Yanis Kolodze. And, and I've been looking for some form at part of Ichi, and I can't find anything. What? Oh, there what? we go. Sorry, well, I, I, that's good. I'm sorry, I, I read it wrong. I'm, I'm here now. Yes, hi. Um, I'd still pick Kolodze. Not gonna lie. Not for the meeting, but to win the series. Because it's a bit of a curb crawl, I think. And it, both of them are good at getting. But Giannis is going to get better because I said so. So, okay. Yeah. Um, are you asking me for my prediction now, or are we just talking about Yeah, go on. We, we might as well go for a prediction as well. Well, go on then. Um, 
I just need to see who's in the lineup because I've forgotten. Ah, oh, yeah, go on then. We'll just say um, the guy with the name of Hailing from the Country of rhymes with. Um, God, this is hard work. Oh. Crikey. There's, there's there's 18 names and I'm probably going to suggest that 17 and 18 are not going to win it so yeah, that narrows no, it down no, for no, you I'd pick somebody else you could just I doubt you were going to pick Heinrich Stickauer I was but... actually no uh, yeah he's he's actually Janos Kodjo will win yeah, he's got oh, all of that just to say the lead, the series leader yep go on then Rob um, I'm going something different this time because it's wide open I am gonna go because I'm not he going is. No, I probably wouldn't do that. Um, I am gonna go because I I can't believe he isn't gonna win win one at some point when I pick him, and I'm just gonna keep faith with Patrick Dude. No, no. Especially while he likes a curb crawl. He loves a curb crawl. He was very very good at Tetero, which was a curb a bumpy curb crawl, but it was a curb crawl. And if it is a curb crawl, then I'm I'm gonna pick. I'm I'm gonna stick with Patrick Dude. And he's oh, got I'm gate one good. twice. Handy. Um, so I, I was going to be really boring then, but I'm not. You can't pick Smartly. He's not in this one. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to pick Smartly, but Madsen starts off gate four in his first one. Eee. Big oh. Andy. Big Andy looks oh, appealing. Yes, he, had a, Andy. he had a good four three this weekend. Wait, is the Gordon Helmet held at part of it, Chief? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. He's a former finalist in the Golden Helmet. Oh. I want to say maybe um, even second place. I'm not picking him, though. Um, I'm oh. not picking Mickelson because he's, like, half broken. <laughs> um, I'm not going to pick Madsen because Madsen let me down on Saturday. Well, he holds grudges. Penning yeah. a Madsen win. Yeah, there's like a, a, whole, a lot of grudges about a lot of people in this lineup, but oh, Dominic Kibir is not. Adam Ellis, no. I don't think Dan's going to win. Oh, this is quite difficult. Um, and I can't pick the same as Rob. So now nah, I'm, I'm just going. I'm going to go to Leon Madsen. Oh well. After all that and saying I'm not going to go Leon Madsen because he's let me down. I'm gone. Me, he's, he's gone. Leon Madsen anyway. Yeah, my grudge didn't last that long. To be fair, so. I was a pretty short one. All of about eight seconds. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't even think he's going to win. I don't even know why I picked him. To be honest. <laughs> It's just desperation more than anything. As long as dude it, don't we? Anyway, moving on then. Um, so we shall go to the Watt versus Ludlow Challenge then. Oh. Woo! Favourite part of the show for everybody. Again, I just declare, I got moaned at again by my dad for not getting um, for getting Matty it wrong. Craig. For not saying Matty Zagar last week. I got moaned. Oh, what? Who did I say that was wrong? I can't remember who I said. Oh. I can't even remember what it was last week. What was it? Uh, Swedish Grand Prix winners. Leon Madsen. Oh, I think, yeah, you said Leon Madsen, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did say Leon Madsen. I mean... Not the worst. The fact, it's, yeah, it's just frustrating, isn't it? It's just frustrating because Kane didn't know. He just guessed every single one and got lucky. And I've guessed... <laughs> I've just gone with someone that's like, yeah, it's feasible. Right. Well, this week... And I, and I was going to go National League Development Champions, but I decided against it because it was really hard. National League Champions? <laughs> yeah. Have we not already done that? No. Oh. Don't what? think so. 
Do you mean Riders Championship champions or do you mean League champions? Development League Riders champions. Yeah, we have. Oh, okay. No, we haven't done that. Champions, no, no. No, no, we did the team. We did the the actual League champions. Craig Cook won it in his debut season, I think. Other than other than the obvious three or four, it was really hard. I'm not going to lie. I'll take your word for it. That would have been a stinker of a round for me, to be fair. Yeah, I did feel a little bit of sympathy for Rob when I thought about it as well. Oh, how That's kind! Why he didn't pick it. Yeah, but this how, this week, and kind. as is the final round of the Speedway European Championships, since the turn of the century, thirty-eight riders have finished on the podium in the Speedway European Championships. Uh, what, like in a round? No, no, overall. in the championship itself. Oh, 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 no. Either in the in the series that it has been since twenty twelve, I think, or before that, it was an individual one day event. So, there's 38 so it could be no, either of those, yeah? Just to clarify. Yeah. So, it goes back okay. to 2001, I believe. Okay. All I will say to you two is tread carefully. Mm. This, could, <laughs> this could end very quickly. Oh, no. Um, who should we come to first? Let's come Let's come to Rob first. Uh, I'll have Robert Lambert. Robert Lambert is a correct answer. Mikkel Mikkelsen. Did Did you want to say it any more joyously? Or... <laughs> Mikkel Mikkelsen. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got one more, and it's oh, a dead cert, and then I am struggling. So yeah. I'm going to say Alice Dremel. Alice Dremel is correct. Good answer that one. Like I just that. want to ask what the question was again. Was it winners? No, no podium. I've forgotten who Rob said now. Alice oh. Drimmel. No, no, the first time. Oh, I'm not telling you that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> He's going to say it. He's going to say it. He's going to say it. I'm Do gonna, it. I'm going to say that you said Lambert. I could have done. I think you did. You it was, either, it was but... either Lambert or the other one. It'd be, you know, it'd be unfortunate if I didn't, but... <laughs> well, I'm going to oh, say I'm... Big Andy Lebedev's. Yes. Yeah, but I'm scared now. I'm going to hope you said the answer that I'm thinking of now. So I definitely... Um, oh, he's got to finish on a podium. On the podium. Oh, he can't let... He's not going to ruin my week again. Leon, Leon Madsen. Australian now. Leon Madsen. See, Leon Madsen is you said correct. The first time. Sorry, you okay. say incorrect. No, that's correct. Oh, Jesus. So you said Lambert the first time, right? He qualified for the GP from it a couple of years ago, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I'm just clar- I'm just wondering. Yeah, I got. He was the wrong answer last week, and you can keep asking me if I said Robert Lambert or not. I'm not going to tell you. Well, I might have done. I'm sure you did now, because I, I might have done. Say, I was going to say Madsen, but I thought I couldn't have said Madsen or Lambert, and then now I'm pretty sure you said both. Though. I don't know. Did All I? Right, well, I'm not going to say Lambert anyway because I'm scared now. Um. Um. Hmm. Uh. I'll give you a clue. Martin Vasilik? They're all Europeans. Oh, thank goodness. I almost, <laughs> I almost said Ryan Sullivan. Yeah, Vasilik's yeah. correct. Um, oh, I hope he has. I really hope he has. Nicky Patterson? Yes, correct answer. I'm trying to remember like, anyone from the SEC.
Uh... Oh, oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> Milik? He was good with one point, wasn't he? And it's pause. It's correct, though. Oh. How's he finished on the podium? He was decent oh. for like a week. Lordy. Um, okay. Um, yeah, we are we are in a bit of trouble. Scared now. Hmm. I might just go a back bit to of a worry. Riders, but not great riders in a minute. It's got to be a half decent pole in there somewhere, but all the ones <laughs> I can think of, I can't imagine running it. Oh, has he been in it more than multiple years? I think he has. I'm going to go Patrick Dudek. Correct. Was he in last year, wasn't he? he? I think he was. Uh, There's about 115 polls on here, I won't long. And there's only 38 answers. I, I've, I've genuinely given up on just like knowing the answers. Now I'm just going to start saying decent riders, but that aren't world class, but we're okay. This is why I, this is why I told you to tread carefully. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say Zegar because he's all right. He's correct. No, I'm out of answers. He hits an outrageous amount of luck, this guy, didn't he? I'm just good. Um... I I don't know. I've got some names floating around in my head, but some of them are... Some of them are... No, I don't... Mm. Mm. It's not easy, is it? it? I don't like this one. I don't like this one at all. It's a horrible question. Um, Mine's totally gone blank, to be perfectly honest. Um, Lots of polls. There's got to be some vaguely okay polls on there. Oh, you've gave me an answer now. You've gave me one. Um, Has he been in it? I don't think he's even been in it, has he? Might have been in it. No. Oh, oh, why not? Magic Janowski. Go on then, tell me it's wrong. I ain't got a problem anymore. I just oh, give up. Like it's just so frustrating, isn't it? <laughs> it is an is an incorrect answer. There we Christoph go. Kasperzak. See, that's... Christoph Kasperzak is a correct answer. Who else was I thinking? I, th- I think I was thinking. I think I was thinking. Um, Smektala for some reason. He was in it. No, he's in it now. I just thought he might have been in it before. I don't know. There's about, I would say there's at least five ex Swindon riders on it. Oh, don't say that, mate. Sebastian Ulamek. Yep, Ulamek's on there. Uh, Renat Gafurov. Renat Gafurov was on a podium. Yeah. uh, Oh, in fairness, pre pre 2012, the standard wasn't, not that Renat Gafurov is an absolute legend, but. Mads Corneliuson, he was on there. Um, there actually might be more than that, ex-Swindon riders. Eureka Pavlic, he used to ride for Swindon, didn't he? He did, yeah. He's bloody dreadful. Uh, Greg Wallacek, he's on there. He didn't ride for Swindon, but... Did he? Oh, I thought he was. Mm, no, no, I don't think so. We had um, Zengotta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Zengotta. If you had a, you had a Greg, uh, it'd be Zengotta. Did you have uh, Miss Goviak? What? Robert um, Robert was no, no, we didn't have him. No, Peter Kilderman. Legend. Yeah, we had Kilderman. Yeah, we Legend. did have Peter Kilderman. Patrick Hugard. Ooh, I don't yeah. think we signed him. No, uh, I, I don't recall him racing for us. 
Paul Ryder, Christoph Sigilski. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one in a million years. Yarrick Hampel, Hans Anderson. Oh, Yarrick Hampel, he's always on these, isn't he? He's always on them. Big one, Emil Saifutinov. Mm. And there's an ex-world champion still on here as well. Thomas Golov. Artem Laguta. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, Lindback. Legend. And the greatest Swindon rider of the virtual speedway co- community. Dan Bealy. Andre Karpov. Oh, what a legend. <laughs> he, was a, he was a podium. He was, he was on a podium. Crikey. Yeah. Uh, Grigory Laguta. Yeah, Grigory Laguta was, isn't even really surprised. Now that you've said a lot of them, it's quite annoying. Jesper it's... B. Jensen. Um, Magnus Zetterstrom. Magnus Zetterstrom. Thomas Gapinski. Thomas Slammer Drabic. Who? Matty Furian. Rest in peace. Marius, Marius Dazuski. Don't even know who that is. There Christoph, was some... Christoph Jablonski. The, the, the noughties the were a strange time for European championships, here's, clearly. Here's a couple of good ones. Kai Lorcanen. Remember him? Finish. I, yeah. I don't know him. Uh, I, I, I think everybody knows him as Kai Laukinen, but... Yeah. I don't. Kai right. Brown, okay. please. Christian Heffenbrock. Christian Heffenbrock. Raffle Sombierski. I've never heard of him. And here's one for my mum. She'll love this one. First ever. Bo Brill. You tried for Kings Lynn. Oh, I love Bo Brill. Yeah, you tried for Kings Lynn back in the 90s. Absolutely massive. He was a, I actually think he won it. I might be wrong, but he was on a podium. Uh, I need to check now. I actually think he might have won check. one. Don't worry, I'm on this. I will win the race. Bo Brill. I even spelt it right. 2001 European champion. Jesus. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? 21 years ago. Yeah, I was born. I don't even want to know who was in the lineup for him. To He's in GPs a few times, I think, you know. Uh, yeah, he was, yeah. Head. I do remember him being in the GPs. I'm not anyway, sure if he's a regular or if he's just a wild card. I can't I really remember. Was that when I there remember. was like 50 riders around, though? Yeah, when there was 24 in it. I remember going to a few of them. 24 riders? Yeah, they'd only yeah. turn up for two heats. That if you finished third or four twice in a row, you'd lo- you'd go out. So basically, you turn up for two heats, and that was it. Right, I'm going to oh, okay. tell you the riders that uh, Borbrell beat. I wanted to see how many you know because I know like one. Oh, I no, bet I know, I know more than one. I know four. Yeah, I know four. Marius Stajewski. Don't know. No, I don't know. Christoph <laughs> no. Sigelski. Yep, yeah. No. Sergey Kuzin. No. Zlatko Kuzniarik? No. Piotr <laughs> Vinyaj? Who? Piotr Vinyaj. You finished Never sixth, apparently. Roman Pavajny? Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Kugelman? Yeah, but he's right for Lynn as well. Robert Nagy? Yeah, I've heard of him. Algerian? Matt Spurgeon? Arthur Petrujic? No. Thomas yeah, he's right for Did he? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, a Petrozak. Him, yeah. When we were speaking, I think, yeah. That's the first time you've corrected my pronunciation of a rider. I, I was going to correct another one a little while ago. Uh, I, I can't remember. Probably, probably I think the you said, Piotr guy. Yeah, I think you said a Sergeant. Yeah, him. <laughs> anyway. Thomas <laughs> Jedrzejak. Yeah, I've heard of him. Isaac Santej. 
I've heard of him. I can't say I've ever seen him. I don't think no. I'll be able to say this one. Gabor Shegvari from Hungary. Mm. It's, it's getting a bit desperate now. Lubomir yeah, Matelka. What a name. I love that name. And Pavel Ondrasik. Yeah, no him. I, I, he had a big crash at Lim once. i got an interesting story about him, actually. Go on, then. He had, Go uh, on. He had, if it is Pavel Ondrasik, he had a crash with Scotty Nichols in an under-24 meeting at King's Lim once. And it was a big crash, and they like went face-first into the fence, and he like knocked all his teeth out and broke everything in his face. Oh, anyway, yeah. I went around, as any young kid would do, to go and find some stuff, and I found one of his blood-stained tear-offs on the floor, oh. and I took it. I took it round to my mum and was like, look what I've got. Bloodstained. DNA. <laughs> I think he broke his jaw and knocked all his teeth out and all sorts. That oh. was It was horrible. You can clone yourself a half-decent speedway rider. Well, I don't know. How. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well done to Kane. You're 12-11 ahead now. The comeback of dreams. What was it? It was like seven points down. That oh, I don't think it was that many. I mean, it was four, maybe two or four, three. Five. I don't think it was ever seven. Three, nine? I think three at tops, I think. Well, oh, to be, I think you have had, you have had a, a rather large was, amount of luck recently. It was three points down, cause... and it was, it was three points absolutely down. sensational. We've still got a way to go yet, though. Look at this. Um, five, I'm eight, pretty six, sure eight, there's... Six, I'm, eight, I'm, seven, I'm... eight, seven, nine, eight, nine, eight, ten, nine, ten, 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 eleven, 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 twelve, eleven. Oh, I'm massive. This is too easy. I, I think there's a, I think there's a Swindon Riders of the 21st century round coming up pretty soon. So. I'd still win. I'll see. I'll probably <laughs> bring that one in because whatever the, going into the last show, it has to be a last show decider. So, oh, no. we shall now go through some of the news from the week, and it is advantage pool in the quarterfinals of their playoffs against Plymouth. Um, a very big victory in the end, 60-30, I believe it was. Um, to set them up nicely for the second leg, which is coming on Tuesday evening down at Plymouth. Um, I think, and just moving on from that, um, Leicester have already chosen uh, Edinburgh after um, Edinburgh's big win against Redcar in the in the quarterfinals. Um, so Leicester will ride Edinburgh in the semi-finals, and the winner of Paul Plymouth, which you would assume Paul will face Glasgow in their semi-final. So. Not not for points on offer here, boys, but Kane, who do you think is going to make the final if we assume that Paul will ride Glasgow, Leicester will ride Edinburgh? I'm going to do it again because it's bad, but I'm going to say that Leicester will beat Edinburgh, which means Edinburgh will probably make the final now. And I want to say Glasgow, but I'm scared, so... I'm not going to say Glasgow. But oh, is Matt Ford is Matt, Matt Ford got a gun to your head at the moment? Is he? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's a Paul Leicester Paul Leicester final. I'm saying it. No, I'm going to right. I've I've decided it's going to be Glasgow versus Leicester, and then Glasgow are going to right the wrongs of 2019. Is uh, Oyster card back yet? I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> Ulrich Oyster card. Was he still injured? Okay, I, I I get that. You've called him Oyster card. I, that's fine. I get the joke now. I, at first, I honestly thought you called him Ulrich Oyster guard. And I, I, I'm sorry. I had what? No, I was actually playing on that one. 
Oh, okay. Thank God for that. I, I just don't know anymore. I don't know if he's still injured or not. I was trying to be funny, trying to keep it fresh, but yeah. <laughs> the difficult thing is, is when you, when you pronounce names slightly <laughs> oddly every week, it's quite difficult to understand a joke between you being serious. So I've just started to ignore him. So it's much yeah, that's probably the best of it. I should probably do that, really. Do that. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> do that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to... The heart says Glasgow, but the head says Pool. Yeah, I think I thought I would agree with that. The heart says Glasgow. Not that I particularly like Glasgow that much, but I'm not too keen on Glasgow. But I mean, I would, I would like to see them win it. You know, the... I wouldn't. All right, calm down. <laughs> just, just for the fact that I don't really want Pearl and Leicester to win again, and Glasgow. Oh, this this might upset a few people, but I, I think Glasgow deserve to win it after coming so close after so many years. Even if it is throwing money, they deserve to win it eventually. I think the way in which Edinburgh disposed... I know we we spoke to Jason about um, the injuries at Redcar, um, but the way that Edinburgh disposed of Redcar in that semi-final, uh, or quarter-final, sorry, uh, they deserve their place, and they, they've shot quite a few people this season, Rob. Yeah, they have. I mean, me included. I don't think any of us had uh, Edinburgh even close to making the playoffs. We thought they had a big top two, but we didn't think there was a lot of backup elsewhere. So... Um, yeah, I, I think possibly the semi-finals is where that sort of the fairy tale is going to end a little bit. I think Leicester will beat them over two legs, um, but in a similar fashion with the other semi-final, I want to say Glasgow will beat Paul, and then Leicester will win the final. Will be my, um, you know, I'm gonna, yeah, I think it, I think it'll be a Leicester Glasgow final. And my heart is talking there rather than my head, but never mind. Um, and yeah, I think Leicester will beat Glasgow in the final again. So yeah, we'll go with that, I think. Fair enough. We shall see how that goes. Um over the coming week. As as I mentioned to Jason of I think Paul ride their knockout cup fixture against Leicester this Wednesday. But I, I suspect it might be Glasgow in the playoffs. I'm not sure though. So there's not a lot of meetings to that have been decided at the moment, but we'll just see how that goes over the, the coming week as well but our meeting of the week this week uh so some more predictions and i am definitely coming to you kane first this time i've actually forgotten what we're predicting so this is the this could be horribly wrong it's the two legs of the leicester edinburgh semi-final oh go on then we'll start with yep we'll start with the first leg at edinburgh First um, friday and then the second leg will be at leicester on saturday right um Oh, I'm going to say for the whole meeting. I've gone on Edinburgh red car. That's not re- well. I mean, it would be a little bit helpful, but it's not what I'm looking for. Leicester, Leicester won in the uh, league meeting, fifty thirty-nine. Josh Pickering only got seven. Kai Thompson got big score nine. Fredrickson got two. I think and two crashes to be fair, so he could probably go a little bit better. Joe Thompson got five. Bickley got five. Thompson got one. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Edinburgh will win the home leg. Um, I'll go 48-42. I think they're a bit better than what they are here. Um, and I think they're, they're determined to go out in style because this could possibly be the last meeting at Armadale. And then as for the away meeting, um, could you just give me a... Uh, some info. Is it 
Did Leicester have another home match before this one? No, it's this coming Saturday. Oh, then maybe so Leicester... maybe this being an upset, possibly because they went well there in the league on which was on BSN, I think, as well. Um, the score there that was forty-seven, forty-two to Leicester. But they had Richard. Oh, Lawson yeah, I remember Edinburgh kept it close, yeah. Yeah, but they, they didn't have Sam Masters at the time. They had Richard Lawson who got eleven, Pickering got ten, Thompson got eight, Fredrickson got a decent score of five, Castagno only got four, but with a race win in heat fourteen, and the reserves only got four between them. Um, Thompson got eight, Max Clegg got two, Howarth nine, Dan Thompson didn't ride, Richie got nine. You know what, I'm going to go for Leicester to win 50-40. 40 and go through. On Actually, go. no, no. Leicester to win 48-42 and then go oh. through Golden Heats. Oh, unbelievable, Jeff. Yeah. Unbelievable, Jeff. Actually, no. no. Edinburgh oh. win on Golden Heats with uh, oh. Josh Pickering and Sam Masters Masterclass. Okay. The kings of Golden Heats. What, at Leicester? At Leicester. I mean, you know, they can hit five ones anywhere. Morris and Worrell or Morris and Howarth or Howarth and Worrell. Joe Thompson, Max Clegg and Vinnie Ford. Who knows? Yeah. Right, we'll come to you then, Rob. Um, so I'm going to stick with, I think that Edinburgh will win the first leg, um, but I don't think by very by too many. I'm going to go 46-44 to Edinburgh in the first leg. And then I think Leicester will win by, and then I think Leicester will win, I'm going to say 50-40. I'm going to say 50-40 in the second leg. So I think they'll take an eight-point win on on aggregate. Lovely. Right, okay. I'm going to say that actually Edinburgh will win 50-40 in the first leg. I'm going quite big. I think they've got it in them. I think Fredrickson's now riding quite well, as was proven against Redcar this week. Um, Leicester still at home are enough for me. And I know Edinburgh kept them to within five last time. They ride quite well there, but I, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go fifty-three thirty-seven. No, fifty-four thirty-six. And Leicester will go through to the final. So I'm going to be wrong. So it don't really matter. <laughs> uh, I sort of like today's the first day that I've looked at it, and I thought to myself, Rob's actually going to win this. Well, uh, I think I'm going to win. Almost like waved the white flag already. Well, you know. But we'll see how it goes. I, I don't blame you. I don't. I don't necessarily blame you. But we'll get a few points on the board this week. Then you never know. See what happens. Could all change. Edinburgh might win both legs, and then nobody get any points. A, a three pointer here <laughs> would do me the world of good. Um, but just a couple of bits of news also from the British leagues this year, uh, this week. Um, an update from Peterborough. Um, as was said on when was it, guy? Was it Thursday? I think it was. Um, yeah, they come up hard to I think. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, would be completing the 2023 season as planned. Um, there'd been some negotiations in place, but uh, some good news there came. Uh, Indeed, be able to see Peterborough for at least one more year back at the showground, and then gives them an opportunity to find somewhere else if necessary. Yeah. Um... I think we all hope that we do see them beyond 2023, but um, a big issue in the South is, you know, it's it's not easy to find land. So you really need somewhere. I don't even know. Like, 
locals might know more than I do. Probably will because they're locals. Um, but yeah, I mean, the main focus is twenty twenty three at the moment. Um, I'm sure they'll be trying to extend that. Um, but um, it's almost certain that the the East of England showground isn't a, an option further on. Yeah. But I mean, you know, one year's better than none in it. This is true, and um, Rob, we just move on to another team who have posted an update this week, and that is uh, Eastbourne, who have um, almost, well, pretty much thrown in the towel for next season. It's extremely unlikely it's going to happen. The PSPL have um, said that they need a commitment by the end of August, uh, which has now passed, obviously, to run next season. Um, but it would just be delaying the inevitable. They didn't want to run National League level alone, which I think is is sort of understandable. Um they, they wanted to have some championship race in there, but it was just priced out of the market. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it's unfortunate. It's not good. You, you know, we were a lot of people were hoping for Eastbourne to come back. Yeah, that's a team that's that spent a good part of the twenty first century in the in the top in the top flight. It's a you know, it's a it's a pretty big club in terms of in in terms of speedway. So, um, yeah, it's a shame for them not to be back. The only thing I would say about the BSPL sort of August end of August commitment is I don't understand how you can ask that. If you nobody knows what the rules are for next season or what the deal is or, or what what's happening, why you know it's similar to the same conversation of why does every other league know what they're doing well before the end of the season and we wait to the end of the season to decide what we're going to do? How can you ask teams for a commitment by the end of August when you haven't already when you haven't had your AGM and you don't know what you're doing yourself yet? It seems I, I, a bit I think, daft. I you're, you're purposely trying to wind me up, Rob. I might be, but uh, it's, to, to but that is. It's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, it's probably a conversation for another time, but it's... I, I think so, and I've tried to, to get in contact with Chris Louis, and I'll try Damien Bates, and I'll try some other people to get them to come on the show as well, because I, I just feel everyone knows what they're doing, as you were just alluding to there, Rob, apart from Great Britain. Like, everyone's yeah. probably signed... I know like Lambert signed contracts in uh, Poland and Sweden, I think, for next season. And nobody really knows what's happening in Britain. How many teams are going to be in the top league? What what the format's going to be? News on Britain. Well, it is a rumor, and I do like a good rumor. Get the gossip. This is what I mean. This is a rumor. Would you like a I'll rumor? Go on, I'll listen to it. It doesn't really change the leagues that much, but uh, the rumor is Rob Godfrey is stepping down as chairman. I'm not going to say anything. Because am I supposed to? Say, am I supposed to shed a tear here? Or I mean, personally, <laughs> no. But. It's a rumor. See what happens. Okay. Well, we'll 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 wait to see if if that comes to fruition. And so now now's your time to get your CV in, Nathan. We'll hold a Mardi Gras and all that, but yeah. um, I'm not sure they want to listen to me. But I'm not sure they want to listen to anyone. But what I will say is, people have always made comment about ex riders coming on, joining the committee as such. But I, I've haven't. I know Chris Louie's on there, but I haven't spoken to a couple of others. It's almost like they're not keen to, to be involved in such matters. So I think it's, it's vital that people understand that riders don't always want to be involved after the sport is finished for them in a riding capacity, that they want to still be involved in the sport from a from a directorship or a, a committee side of it. So uh, we'll wait to see what happens. Uh, I, I, I think I just that want the to time say is... something as well. Uh, the, the thing well, is with the, you know, being in the committee or a chairman or whatever, you have to be able to take a lot of criticism. Like, mm. no one is your friend. You, you, you can't please anyone, and we know that from other things. Um, 
But it'd be handy if they just tried to please someone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, whatever they're doing, I'm sure they think it's it's for good intentions somewhere. But you know, it's. I perhaps, uh, well, I would personally say to start off with the improvements would have an independent body because if you are running a team and you're the chairman or part of the board or whatever, there's well, it's always a conflict of interest, isn't it? That you're it's a conflict it of interest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you don't want to be impartial. You don't run a company like that, do you? You, you know, nobody. You, it's virtually illegal to run a company like that. You can't have a conflict of interest in terms of what you're doing. It's just sort of GDPR stuff. Like you, you can't have a conflict of interest. So I don't know why we would do that for a Speedway League. But hey, you know, that's right, guys. I agree. All I along, agree, but... we are actually fan power news. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that guy amuses me. I'll be honest with no, you. No, but seriously, um, the independent body yeah. should be a thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, just one interesting note uh, from the Grand Prix this weekend. I made comment to it. Uh, Ty Woffenden had an interview with... Bu- 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 I want to say Kelvin Tatum. I was going to say Scott Nichols. It could have been Scott Nichols, actually. You're right. Um, and made reference to returning to the UK next season. Mm, I think Anyone he's just going to be living here. Why would you, though? Family? If, if he's, got, he's got a home... No, but he's got a home in Poland already. Yeah, no, he better. I mean, he's if he's on about racing, he better changes. Uh, he better changes tune about racing more than uh, more than once a week in Britain, wouldn't he? So he's probably going to have to change his tune a little bit. There. Why, if you're riding in Sweden, Denmark, and Poland, would you choose to have a base in the UK that you haven't had a base in for? Yeah, but it, it could be like a family decision. You know, like maybe they want to move back or. Yeah, but it starts tongues wagging, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, we like I said like, like five minutes ago, we love a good rumor, so. Ty Wolf and Scorpions. We're sorted. getting into the silly season, and Kings then have been linked with 38 riders already for next mm. season. So, uh, there was a rumor. I think there was a there was a rumor on the British Speedway forum that um, Chris Harris, Michael Palmtoft, and Benjamin Basso were all coming to Kings. Then, well, I, I heard a rumor that Palmtoft's career was over. So, who knows? <laughs> exactly. So, and then you add them onto Clint Lambert. Jorgensen, Riss, Kerr, Jakobsen, Edwards, Thomas, Tavioli, Thomas Wilson, H. Johnson, Darcy Ward, Lou Sanson, Malcolm Simmons. <laughs> Malcolm <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> anyway, um, anything from you two guys? That probably wraps up the show for this evening. Uh, no, no, nothing for nothing for me. Get well soon, Ken. Oh, thanks, Ken. That's all I've got to say. I don't think I've ever got a get well soon. When I was doing the show with COVID, I don't think I had a get well get soon. Get well soon, so. Rob. Oh, you, you did. It's only six months ago, but don't yeah. worry about it. No, I, I think I'm just death every I'll, week. I'll send you some man up pills through the post, Kane. Cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs> Actually, uh, anyway. this is not related to the podcast at all, but do you know the chocolate munchies? The chocolate munchies? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a chocolate munchies bar. I have oh. acquired it from um, Spa. It's it was a pound. It was, it's not very big, but it was a pound. I never enjoyed munchies that much, to be honest. Right. Well, I'm not going to talk about them anymore then. Well, no, you can carry on talking okay. about them. I just well, munchies are really nice, and this bar intrigues me, but it doesn't look very nice. But I'll try it later, and then next week, oh, ask me next about week it. I'll be like, yeah, it's good. Oh, it's, yeah, it's bad. I don't know yet. I'm going to put it on the schedule along with everything on next week's show. <laughs> Ask Ken about munchies. Yeah. So, next week, we have, obviously, the, the GP preview for the last round in Torren. 
we'll have a review of the National Development League Riders Championship, a roundup of the SEC Championship. Um, obviously, we'll be able to predict our wild cards for the Grand Prix. No, we won't. Oh, actually, uh, I, have, I have another thing to say as well, but I'll let you finish this. Okay, uh, we'll have a British and Continental Roundup as well as the the Polish and Sweden Swedish leagues come to their conclusion, and also we'll be joined on the show by Nikolai Clint. So, looking forward to that one. Indeed. Hey, what did you have? Right, so I'm going back to um, confectionery. You know Jake Mins, the, the cough sweets. Um, no. Oh, you know Jake Mins, right? Anyway, if you're listening, pause. Search Jake Mins, right? They've got smaller. The packet has got smaller, but the price has not got smaller, and it upsets me. Isn't that, that's the same. That's the same with every confection. Yeah, though, but like, oh, I know the difference. Yeah, I see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're really good, but now they're really small. And I was at work on Saturday, and I went through an entire packet of Jake Wins in eight hours, and now I might have diabetes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> death by Jake Wins. Would be some death, but yeah, I just, I just want to get that. Jakeman's, you know, really good. But can we just have more in a packet, please? I'm not sure anyone from Jakeman's will be listening to the podcast, but we can we can hope. Someone, we out, know someone out there will know someone connected to Jakeman's, and if you're listening, please send a request on my behalf. Jakeman's are manu- Jakeman's are manufactured by the BSPL, I imagine, mate. Yeah, so. I mean, there's no chance there is a. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose we should, we should get back to the, the whole speedway part. This yeah, is not anyway. on the Boss Confectionery well, podcast. That's that's concluded the show this week. But well, thank you for joining me, you two, and uh, we'll be back again next week as as we come to the to the final part of the season. Indeed, we will. Yes, I'll Enjoy. be here. Have a lovely time, and uh, I'll speak to you next week. Bye. 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 Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.